Love is a funny thing. I never know whether to fight for it or stand there and let it fight for me. Hello, my name is Gordon and welcome to my podcast. This past weekend, I moved into my new home. And while rummaging through all of my things, deciding what to keep and what to throw away, I crossed so many memories. Memories I'd forgotten about, things I wanted to remember and things I wanted to forget. A t-shirt reminded me of a vacation, a book that reminded me of a friend, a picture that reminded me of my mom. And while packing, I was determined to leave behind the things that didn't matter and begin fresh again at 61. While standing in my old office deciding yes or no to this or that, I glanced at my wall full of post-it notes and laughed, knowing most of them were coming with me. My favorite one is from the book The Hotel New Hampshire by John Irving, and it simply reads, Keep Passing Open Windows. In Anne Lamont's book Almost Everything, she shares about her fear of heights and her fascination with it how she would habitually imagine jumping to her death just to know what it was like, just to know what was on the other side. She shares a story while on a self-discovery journey. She's hiking with a group of people led by a priest through a mountain range, and as she's standing on the edge of a cliff, she stops and confesses to the priest, maybe this is odd, but I always think of jumping. And he replies, oh, who doesn't? finished a visit from the Goon Squad by Jennifer Egan, and the fascinating thing is, number one, it's a great book. Number two, noticing how she develops each character throughout the story, so by the end, you either love them or hate them, but you definitely form an opinion. And what struck me is that the previous week, Anne Lamont, sharing how to write better, talked about the importance of character development. Of course, this isn't new to writers, but I was fascinated how Anne's book preceded Jennifer's. I do think books pop into our life at certain times on purpose. Whether we read them or not is up to us. I've never thought to pay attention to that, and now I do. Speaking of books popping into my life right on time, the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza landed in my lap at a perfect time. I thought it was a rah-rah book telling, telling us how to change habits or how to give it all you've got. It was nothing like that. Matter of fact, it's one of the best things I've read in a while. The gist of the book discusses how we live in this world unconsciously 95% of the time. How much of our thoughts and actions were determined in our past and we just repeat those cycles. And the way to being your best self is being aware of this and learning to become more conscious of those things, asking yourself why you do what you do and learning to rewire those synapses so they trigger you to a better place so you can break the habit of being your old self and becoming a newer, more conscious version. Learning to encourage ourselves is to do things that benefit future us in lieu of thinking it's a punishment to be disciplined, etc. I really love this book. And speaking of consciousness, I installed the new Elon Musk Starlink at my new home, 
And while navigating the app, syncing it up with the satellite and waiting for it to connect, it asked me what I wanted the Wi-Fi password to be. As I was sitting on the floor in an empty home with a, not a pencil in sight, I thought, hmm, what can it be that I won't forget? And I began typing. <laughs> I'd never forget this between now and then in my next encounter with a pen to jot it down for sure. Anyway, four nights later, in the middle of the night, it finally flashed back into my brain and all I could think was, thank you, Jesus. Back to the Goon Squad, one of my favorite scenes was when a husband, I forget his name since the book is packed away in a box, he's pondering his married life and realized that the passion and desire he once had for his wife had virtually disappeared. How along the way he had folded it in half and then in half again and so on until it now fit into his wallet how they had casually convinced themselves that this is all there is and blended so well into their lessness that their happy had redefined itself. Again, I never know whether to fight for love or let it fight for me. Each of us only control half. I liked a Hidden Brain episode last week discussing failure and the art of learning how to fail intelligently by watching others' mistakes in our own and learning from them, learning how to make failure smaller by carrying forward what we've learned in the past. I think about this in regards to building homes and remind clients that we aren't perfect, but what we do mess up should be small and redeemable. It reminds me of a quick story trimming a house and usually we do a window to trim it out and basically say hey this is how we want all the windows to look and the carpenter went about cutting the trim for every window in the house he pre-measured everything and boom he did one window and i was like i want the window this way and so we had all these pieces of trim that wouldn't work and i don't know you learn from something like that. Read this and loved it. Expectations are resentments under construction. I actually hate it. I'm not sure why people can't change to suit me. Listening to Jay Shady this week while unpacking boxes and he hit on something I've known and maybe not thought sincerely about. As we look back or even forward, every choice we make has a consequence, a loss, a path not chosen, a path not taken. Knowing if we go this way, we miss the opportunity of choosing differently, getting married, breaking up, taking this job and not that one, buying this home or another, moving into this town or that one. Of course, we all try to decide the best route, but there's an outcome we will never experience. Building or not building this home was a choice. I'm glad I did while realizing I could have stayed where I was and been content. You always surrender an alternate outcome when you make a decision, and that's okay. Hmm. Did I tell you about my leak? So the water's been on here for over a month, I guess. 
And the other day I'd come back from Home Depot and everything was fine and I walked into the master closet and immediately felt water underfoot in the carpet and I thought, fuck me, man. So I ran, turned the water off, panicked, panicked some more, panicked some more, started getting towels, sponging it up. It wasn't a flood flood. It could have been like way worse, way worse. Um, eventually called the plumber. He actually is a friend of mine. Came over that afternoon. This was Saturday. I knew exactly where it was coming from. I knew exactly where it was coming from. So I took the closets apart, punched a, we punched a hole in there, and boom, dries a bone. And there was only other one, one other place it could be, and of course it was there. And the it was a nail through a pipe, and for some reason it hadn't leaked before. I have no idea why. And we repaired it, and everything's fine. Carpet's back. You got a dehumidifier, all those things. Uh, long story short, oh man, it was just overwhelming for a minute. But I knew it'd be okay, and it is. And everything's back. Homeownership, builders. Uh, a few thoughts on saying no. Uh, first of all, I'm really good at it. So good at it, I catch myself saying no to things I actually want to experience. I'm working on that. I will say in my mind, learning to say no and protect your time and space is one of the most important things anyone can do. Learn to let others solve their own problems while you stand by and support them. Learn to let the phone go to voicemail. Learn to let the text or email sit there and linger. Learn to be in control of what's best for you. Learn to manage the influence you allow others to have in your life. Learn to say no so you can say yes to you. It's not selfish, ever. I have a picture on my phone that I want to pull up, and it's something I read. I thought it was cool. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can choose our hard. Pick wisely. And I wanted to end this with, I had a poem from, I got, ordered a new set of books. Oh, by the way, my Wi-Fi, man, that Starlink is amazing, amazing. It's so cool. I'm so happy. Um, but I ordered a bunch of books, and one of them was, I've never really read much of Mary Oliver stuff. Somebody had recommended it, so I, I wanted to read one of her poems. It was kind of cool. I, I, I rummaged through and saw a few poems and liked this one. The Journey, I'll probably read it poorly. The journey, one day you finally knew what you had to do and began. Through the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your ankles. Mend my life, each voice cried. But you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do, though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations. Though their melancholy was terrible, 
It was already late enough in the wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left their voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds. And there was a new voice, which you slowly recognized as your own, that kept you company and stole and you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save the only life you could save. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.